welcome to the Wildlands. I'm Matt. And I'm David. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about... Pretty much everything. So let's jump right into it. Yeah, right. So that's pretty much exactly what's going to be going on today, because this is going to be our season one finale. Yep, absolutely. Season one finale, wrapping up 2020. Yeah, so in this episode, we'll be pretty much talking about a lot of the subjects. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything. We're going to be going over a lot of the subjects we talked about during the season uh, since, I mean, a lot like of them a, we... Like a recap. A recap, but actually a lot of them we ended up doing in the fall. We ended up, you know, small game hunting. Waterfowl hunting. For the first time. Yes. Uh, um, one of the experiences, one of the many experiences that uh, I got to savor for the first time. Yeah. But also, I mean, Which some was cool. you already got to, to try, but you know what? I got to try it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. No, for and, sure. And uh, we did, uh, well, I know I did some cooking with the recipes we talked about. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I haven't had the chance or the opportunity to be able to, you know, dabble in that. There you in go. In that chemistry. And I mean camping with 2020 uh that was pretty much out of the question with the covid restrictions and everything so that one there didn't really happen no uh no big camping trips no big hiking yeah. trips no nothing like that <laughs> and the hunting <laughs> we did do fell fell down and the hunting we did do and the fishing we did do was pretty much you know <laughs> when we were not either in lockdown or quarantine or self-isolation so yeah when we were able to uh, exactly actually be able to you know Live to, to, to be in the same vicinity of each other. That's a thing. Exactly. Not like this it, evening, where we're <laughs> yeah, recording exactly. this this podcast. You know, we're in two cities, two completely different cities right now, and uh, two hundred and fifty kilometers away. <laughs> nah, a good a good amount of time away from each other. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and you know, like if you say like let's you know, let's jump into the. Into the recap of 2020. Yeah. Now, where we left off, we uh, we talked a lot about fishing. We talked a lot about hunting. We talked a lot about, you know, out- outdoors activities and different things like that. And I think, you know, as we mentioned earlier on, one of the, I would say one of the highlights of 2020 for me personally was the uh, our, our first time doing some waterfowl hunting, which was uh, some can- Canada geese. We were going for Canada geese. And I mean, we were fortunate enough that you were able to find or, or actually know somebody that would have allowed us uh, to go hunt on his land. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and I mean, we we were able to uh, to get our hands on uh, you know a set of decoys that uh, what like twelve. Yeah, we got ourselves a, a good set of decoys. Some you know yeah, twelve decoys and, to start uh, off. You set them up and. I came in a little bit late. Yeah, you showed up late. I, you showed up late. I showed up like an hour and something late, and I was just like beelining it in the field, like hoping there was nothing already there. But <laughs> And funny enough, I mean, for our first time out there, first time we set up decoys, first time we call, you show up late, maybe, what, half hour uh, into like when you showed half. up is when they sh- when the geese started to show up. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. it still turned out I, great. I showed up on time. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean... Showed up with class. That's, That's it. what happens. Like a boss. <laughs> like a boss. Yeah. You know, toting everything around with me and showing up and trying to put up the camera behind us, which we <laughs> that we never filmed anything mm. because the minute you like sit down, we were like, wait, there they are. That's it. We learned something on this one. Uh, being if you want to film a waterfowl hunt, it's more difficult Be than, more than ed- two. it's being more <laughs> difficult than most other hunts. Yeah, tell me about it. Fast-paced action. 
And, you know, like to me, one of the reasons also that I feel like it was one of the highlights, let's say, of uh, of my 2020 hunting season is just the sheer fact that like we could be about our business. Yeah. Talking, shooting up a breeze. Yep. And then all of a sudden, randomly out of nowhere, there's some geese that start showing up and you can hear them from far enough. Oh, yeah. And I mean, once you start calling or anything like that, I mean, they're I, either they're showing up or they're not. And lucky for us, we, we noticed when they did show up because they were like, what, like Man. Not that far behind us when oh, we yeah. finally spotted them. I know. And uh, even though <laughs> I mean, a lot showed up. A lot showed up. And none of them. <laughs> we only got we, we got two we out each, of the whole bunch. We each got one. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, for what it's worth, it's uh it's pretty cool that we were able to uh to get this done and fire off many shots and you know cut some hedges. Yeah, cut some trees down, you know. Um it was interesting, it was fun, it was a learning experience. Glad we did it. Um, and, I, and, and, I mean, next, I, and next year is just going to be that much better. Hey, and, speaking and of what, this, like, before I forget, <laughs> you know what I received in the mail today? What? I received my uh, 2020 commemorative uh, waterfowl stamp. When you buy your license, mm-hmm. you get a, a stamp, like a collector's item for each year you buy your, your license. Really? Yeah, and I got that in the mail today. I didn't today. get anything. Yeah, I got it in the mail you today. forgot about me. No, you're going to get it soon. <laughs> I'll get it soon. But yeah. Yeah, and and you know, like, I think I think there's a lot of lessons learned that we, we found out, well, that we experienced while waterfowl hunting. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, especially goose hunting. Like, if you Peyton Manning a goose from really far away. Yeah. Like, bring your shotgun with you, because, yeah. like, chances are he's not. <laughs> if you down him from. He hasn't taken the puck. No, if you down him from far. I mean, you have oh, yeah. to expect the you gotta, situations. You got to expect that head to like, yeah. pop back up, yeah. and then, and then you got to figure out what you're going to do from there on out. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, and, and we say this because, unfortunately, I had the experience of yeah, uh, you know, very good not, shot, n- very good shot, <laughs> which proves one thing. I mean, we we've fired off enough shots in our lifetime. To, oh, yeah. to, you know, consider, I consider myself a pretty good shot when it comes to clay pigeons or, or yeah, actual. We couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Man, that was when they were so difficult. That, it, that was probably <laughs> the most challenging hunt I've ever done, but also the most exciting with the most action. Because I mean, oh, every yeah. 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah, I'd say about 20 minutes. We had, they were just coming in, man. It was insane. I mean, we even. Had the commando through the yeah, field. Yeah, at one point. <laughs> at one point, because they landed away from us. They wouldn't even come in near, so we just, like, commandoed on our stomachs. Yeah. I couldn't even feel my hands anymore. I know, it was cold. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was an interesting hunt. Oh, God. So, yeah, I'll agree that I believe that that was probably one of my uh, best outdoor uh, moments of 2020. I'm not going to oh, lie. Yep. And... Uh, no, and, and and you know, like it, the, the big takeaway about that, I find is, you know, it, it's just it, it it all falls down to location, and then on top of that, we learned quite a lot of things, and and are looking forward to next year too because Definitely. we got some new rounds that we're going to be trying out. Yep. 
uh, doing a bit of research afterwards on, you know, the rounds that we were using with the rounds that we could have used yep. uh, and maybe even be able to bring up our, our chances, our opportunities, as yep. well as looking into ground blinds. That's something that yep. we were saying we were Yeah, that's it. We can't forget. Look into. That's another thing we can't forget to mention. We had our decoys for this year. We wanted to see if we could, first of all, call them in, get them in. And Absolutely. that that was obvious within, like I say, within a half hour. So yep. now we're we're able comfortably to say it was fun. We can do it. We can invest a little more time and money into it, and not and not it be a waste, you know. Yeah, exactly. Not it be a bust. And I mean, the only waterfowl hunting that we were unable to do this year was for ducks. Yeah. Which I mean, there's always 2021 that we can always try it out. Definitely. And it's I mean, it's just around the corner, right? Yeah. So exactly. Like, uh, hopefully this whole COVID thing, you know, if if not gone, on if our action, not gone, know? at least dies down a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully it gives us a little bit more liberty to be able to do, yep. you know, more filming, more, you know, adventures. Exactly. Uh, and for me, like, that was one of my highlights. But I think, like, like I was saying earlier on, it... It wasn't the only first time thing that I was nope. able to do this year. I mean, I was able to go bear hunting out with your dad. Yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, something. Your dad guided me out for that. Mm-hmm. And, had some action. Um, we had some action. We had two really nice lookers that uh, came in at the base station. Unfortunately, we were unable to get, you know, to get that right shot in for them. Well, they weren't able to give us that opportunity. Because you that, were bow hunting for this. Yes. And uh, absolutely. And... I mean, the challenge is there. Like, the misconception that people have is that, you know, bait stations make it so much easier. But (laughs) I can tell you right now, it it does not. It does not. It just, it adds to, I would say it even adds a bit to the challenge because, I mean, it's not like if it's just a free roam. Exactly. And you take the shot where you want to take the shot. Like, this is... We had we, we had it firsthand experience. I mean, and you notice the bear was skittish. It would come exactly. in, it would move away, it would come in, move away, or it would just roll around in the distance, and you could see it, but you couldn't do anything about it. That's it. That's when you realize how intelligent they are. Because if oh, there's yeah. a bait station there, they they'll come around and kind of get from it from behind, and not really give you that shot. Which means you know well, they're they're still yeah. wary enough to know this is not normal. Yep. But I'm hungry and I'm going to eat. But I'm oh, going to yeah, do, absolutely. you know, be wary about it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. No, for sure. And, and I mean, uh, there are some new acquisitions, too, this year that I was able to do. Yep. There was the uh, the Browning AB3 that I was able to get. Yep. You got that in 7 mil here, didn't you? 7 mil. Yeah, that's perfect. Correct. For around and here in New uh, Brunswick. I mean, all around perfect yep. caliber. And we were able to do... Uh, we were able to go out deer hunting for one uh, yep. just before closing. The last weekend of the, on the last weekend of the season. Yeah, weekend of uh, last weekend, the twentieth of November, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, right? pretty sure that's around there. Yeah. Yep, twenty first or twenty second because your birthday was on the twenty third. That's right. On it Monday, usually finishes right around my birthday. So exactly. Yeah. And we went that weekend. So if I'm not mistaken, it was on a Saturday. We went. Yep. And. Uh, Oh yeah, we had a blast. We did we, some some grouse hunting that weekend too. Yes, we did. <laughs> and somebody. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I just sounded like a teapot yeah. when I did that. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> I'll let you. Well, okay, I'm driving the these side by side, <laughs> and uh, we've been driving for a long time, and I mean we're in this back country trail. It's really oh, yeah. branchy, and I know where it's going, but 
Dave is his first time back here. And I know mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, don't worry. It's going to clear up when we get out. And we haven't seen nothing. And, you know, sun's going down. We've got a half a tank of gas left. We're not even sure if we're making it <laughs> home. <laughs> we realize that we have no flashlights, no matches, no nothing. nothing. Nobody knows yeah, where we, nobody we knows where we are. Oh, yeah. You know, on top we of that. Were, we were like. We're in the back. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and then I'm driving around. And then Dave just says, oh, there's a bird. And he like. Jumps over the side by side. I like Hawkeye did. Yeah, so I pass the bird and like he's loading up his shotgun, you know, walking through the woods, walking through the branches, and all of a sudden I'm like, you see him? And all I hear is, boom, yeah. <laughs> and then I said, did you get him? And then all I hear is, yep. When he takes the bird up, there's like a quarter of it left, you know. <laughs> Like he he blew a good part of that. I felt bird bad off. for it. Yeah, I did not miss it. <laughs> Unfortunately, we we're unable to save any meat on that one. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, because it was very close, very brushy, and bad shot. But uh, yeah, we did <laughs> bad shot. I tried to I, know, I tried I to shoot above it. I know. <laughs> I just pelted it into it. <laughs> even more into the ground. I mean, that thing that was a concentrated. <laughs> that was a concentrated shot from about three feet out of a twelve gauge or so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, was, I felt bad for that thing. And then after that, well, you know, after that, well, we ended up not seeing any deer. Uh, we had some action at our bait station that we went to check the next day, though. Yes, remember next morning next when we went no, out. Season closed. Mm-hmm. We go check our bait and station. Yeah, we went to go check it out, and next morning, and uh, it, it was kind of strange because at the bait station itself. Like where we set up, there was a lot of, let's say, moose action and bear action because I caught, we caught some on camera. But there wasn't much deer activity that that seemed to be, you know, lately anyways, yeah. that seemed to be around the area. There was more deer activity on the outskirts of the bait station than there was actually at the bait station. Yeah. Where just at the exit, we saw a lot of rub marks uh, on some of the trees. I mean they rubbed down like he rubbed sapling, down or whatever the little sapling he, he rubbed his a little sapling and we took a photo of it because it was actually you know and on the way in we did not dominant. see it we did not no, see exactly. that on the way we didn't in see it and it's all. literally right in our trail yeah we could not we see walked it. right by oh, it oh yeah but anyway we know they're there they're gonna but, be there for next year uh mm-hmm. which will be topics for season two because uh we're going full-on food plotting so oh, yeah. sneak peek. Uh, to I'm a, looking forward to that, and that's only in a couple months. I know. So hey, sneak peek to uh, some of uh, season two. Exactly. Yeah. So once season two opens up, and once we get that, you know, what were you saying? Once we get a little bit of like uh, the melt out and everything exactly, like that, yeah. and, and so on and so forth. That you were looking at. Um, what was it that you were looking at? What was the uh, the product you were looking at? Some. Uh, I want to plant. I I want to plant alfalfa. Alfalfa. Yeah, I want to plant alfalfa. Yeah. But I mean, there's yep. a bunch, there's a bunch of other stuff out there that we'll get into mm-hmm. in that episode that uh, we'll oh, we'll yeah. make our research and decide what we uh, what we're going for. Definitely, and uh, also, actually, I don't know if it like in terms of uh, food plots and different things like that. I saw that in anyways a message that passed by on on social media and whatnot uh, regarding actually creating food plots or feeding deer during the off season. And then apparently somebody was talking about saying that they were looking into actually creating it, you know, having, allowing people to put food plots out only a certain amount of time prior to the actual opening of the season. 
So therefore, instead of feeding them throughout the winter time and, and you know, almost a year round, yep. really, uh, they wanted to actually implement specific dates for food plotting. And I don't know if you caught an eye on that one there, but I don't, I don't know if it's just for the states or if it's for, you know, North America, states and Canada. Uh, I'm actually curious to know what, what's going to happen with this, especially in, in the coming season. I've not heard nothing about it officially, but I know a lot of people are against it because some some people say that if you start feeding the deer too late, uh, it can really harm them during the winter months. And then some people say, well, if they run out of food during the winter months, well, that's why they supplement their feed. So it's a back and mm-hmm. forth story uh, again research we can do and have for the food blotting uh, episode absolutely i mean it's i think it's going to be something that's going to be really cool it's going to be again a new one for me yep uh, and maybe even relatively a new one for you because i know that you've had some experience in creating some contraptions yeah <laughs> when it, you were younger yeah yeah i, to, I did to create food plots and, not, yeah. and so on there i did not food plots necessarily but like uh, feeders and that kind of deal i have a, yeah, a little like a bit feed zone, yeah. i have experience with that uh, i do have experience with food plots uh with my buddies in the states i mean i've seen their food plots mm-hmm. i've seen how they do it uh, but myself yeah. an actual food plot like what we're doing it's going to be new to me as well so 2021 will show some uh, new stuff for me We'll show some uh, initiative that we're going to have to have and we're going to be putting into this yep. and Exactly. You know, hopefully we'll be able to bring you guys some content on that too. Because I believe and, I will not uh, be going hunting in the States again in 2021. Yeah, you I, yeah, <laughs> probably not. I, I don't want to bring your hopes down no, on this, but, but we'll be re- things aren't looking we'll too be, great on that we'll one. We'll be realistic. Yeah, we'll be realistic on this one. Yeah. But um, no, definitely for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, if we look into the fishing aspect of things this season i know you've had it kind of rough with bass attack fishing and stuff like that yeah, and yeah. at the end of season mm-hmm. uh we're looking into hopefully you know next season maybe the tourism, uh, department, tourism yeah. uh, department will be able to you know open up a little bit another little two cents yeah, little, to be able to help you out open, on that open up a little bit i mean the border closures i think last season uh what happens is is the with the border closures and everything and covid and People were still kind of like on the fence with it. And what I'm kind of hoping is that if the situation stays somewhat relatively stable and people now are are not more aware of, you know, the, the precautions that are being taken and everything else, that they will travel at least within a certain distance of their own home. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe that will bring it up a little bit. I mean... Fishing was still, fishing was good the times we did go out, um, but I mean, you know, it it it, it has room for twenty twenty one to be way way better. So let's hope it is. Yeah, no, for sure. And for and fishing, for me, you had some, you had some firsts. Uh, I had, I had one first uh, <laughs> here in here in Bathurst. I finally caught myself a salmon on the Nipisiguit River. My hometown river yes, that I have true. never caught a salmon on in my life. I was invited yeah. to a uh, to a private camp. I was lucky enough to uh, to get an invite there with my uh, my good friend that finally decided to invite me. And uh, yeah, we caught uh, the the river was full. I mean, I had them roll on my fly constantly that morning, but the uh, the weather was really hot, and we we were restricted to stop fishing at ten thirty 
in the morning. So we were there. At, was there a, a restriction that, that was going on? Yeah, that they would they would uh, shut down the river at ten thirty. We oh, had to yeah, stop fishing. Yeah, and uh, what was that? Because water was too hot. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, we could only fish. So it affect the salmon like way too much if you had them fighting when water exactly. was too warm. Or? Exactly, it was too dangerous for them. So the uh, the uh, DFO put restrictions on all the rivers. Uh, mm. Low levels okay. and high and high temperatures were were a big problem, but the river was just absolutely full. I mean, I missed a dozen, seen them jumping everywhere. You could see them rolling underwater, and when I finally hooked up on on this this grill, uh, you know, I had a good fight on them. Uh, the only one that was landed on my party, we were two, and they landed one on the other party as well. There were two there as well. Uh, but no, it was a, it was, that was my first for 20. I had the waterfowl as well was my first and my fishing first was that salmon. So it was a good year. Absolutely. It, it, I mean, I'm just putting this out there, but it would be pretty cool if next year we went, <laughs> I'd go there. Yeah, I know. I got to <laughs> Next season. I got to try and find, uh, got to try and get chummy chummy with some, uh, some members of that fishing club. I don't have really? the, I don't have let's, the funds to pay a membership. Let's, uh. Let's try to get in with the uh, with the members over there. <laughs> oh, and the worst part is is we'll I know promo I, I know a bunch of them. That's the worst part is I know a bunch of the members. But again, it's one of those it, exclusives. It's one of those exclusive. You got to be a certain yeah. certain type of person in town here. Okay, I get it. Yeah, now. but we'll we'll be we'll be the we'll be in that clique. You'll see someday. Someday <laughs> we'll get in. We'll get in. <laughs> Believe, no, <laughs> believe. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And and I mean, in aspect for like what has been happening, you know, fishing wise for for us and stuff like that. Like we had the catch and kayak tournament that that was underway, and yep. we had it for what like roughly about a week. Yeah. What? Was, how long it was, was it week. about? It, was it week, lasted yeah. about a week. Yep. Yeah. And. uh I mean, we had some speed bumps, different things like that prior to registrations, during registrations, yes. so on and so forth. Um, but, you know, all in all, it went out, in my opinion, it went out pretty well. Yeah, it did. Um, we had some found new registrations, people that had never registered before that did. Mm-hmm. We had some that returned. We had some that were there every year that did not come in because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, no, all in all... It was it, it. We were able to put on an event during these very difficult times, anyway. So I'm I'm proud of that. Yeah, absolutely, and and so am I, and I'm proud of, of what we were able to accomplish with it. Uh, we are talk, well. We did talk about you know trying to be able to put it on for next year for yep. 2021. I mean, the way things are going, obviously, we thought maybe it would be a little bit easier. Yeah. Um an easier road or a road to recovery let's say mm-hmm. uh until that point but right now what what's going on everything like that it doesn't necessarily seem like it's going to be that much easier to be able to hold an event for next season yeah um i'm thinking maybe that it'd probably end up the same type of format again if we do yeah. decide to you know to come out with another one yeah and i'd say i, I i'm going to i'm going to hope and maybe try to if we do anything We've always run that in, in, you know, mid to end June. I think we should maybe look into pushing it sometime in August. 
that way there we can a little later in the season we can yeah. get a feel more of you know how the summer is going and hopefully be able to do a little something anyway if it's not as, as large scale but we'll we'll try to do something yeah no for sure that to me i find that's a, absolutely you know one of our end goals on the whole thing yeah exactly and uh yeah, go ahead. No, exactly. That's the, you know the the end goal is to, to still have a a an event mm-hmm. and and be able to keep it going, but yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. we we have to expect COVID to be around still. Yeah, no, it's going to be around. It's going to be around for a little bit, and you know, like for me, the fishing season. Apart from that, apart from the whole catch and kayak tournament and everything like that, there wasn't that much going on for me. I mean, I didn't really get the opportunity to go fishing that often this year. Yeah, uh, I did fish the river in in Bertrand. Uh, I would probably say maybe like once or twice, and that was about it. There, I just mean like I just never got the opportunity to be able to go around to actually fishing. I'm, apart from for the the tournament this season. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, like next season for 2021, the season's going to be coming out and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to, meet, you know, like really investing my time into something like for the time that I'm going to have off, I'm really looking into investing my time yeah, definitely. Uh, into these activities and into, you know, well, I think w- you and I are both on the same page on this one that, that we'd like to invest our time into being able to put Wildlands Entertainment on the map. Yep, definitely. And being able to like bring out um, content for you guys, for everybody that's listening, uh, for the those that are listening and those that are watching and those that we talk to, you know, the people that we talk to or that we mention about. 2021 for us is going to, we would really like to put, you know, Wildlands Entertainment on the map yep. and uh, create content for you guys and create, you know, things that are relevant and things that are subject you know worthy and in a way and, i believe uh, that that it it'll be to our advantage that we can't necessarily do things we want to do far away it'll it'll still make us invest time closer which will be easier and yeah, you know we'll, we'll probably it'll it'll probably turn out to be pretty good as well yeah i mean we got better ideas better Better equipment. Yep. More ideas. I say better ideas, but we have better ideas and we have more ideas. Sorry, on the table. Yep. But uh, no, for sure. Like there's there's a lot of things that we can put, you know, forward um, in terms of advertisement, in terms of clientele. You know, we, we pushed our name out quite a lot for 2020. Yep. Uh, we just didn't have the, you know, the content or the, the equipment or kind of like the know-how, I guess. Or of of being able to go get the the people that we need to get, yeah. Um, and hopefully, you know, for twenty twenty one, we got some we got some experience under our belt for this year, for for twenty twenty one, and hopefully, you know, we can put something out there for for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, for sure. No, it's uh, it's gonna be a a pretty good year, um, with with fishing. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be doing a bear hunt in the spring. Uh, oh yeah, you'll be you, around. You'll be doing a bear hunt in the spring. <laughs> uh, we'll be doing some fishing. I'm, I'm really going to invest some some time more into to fishing as well. I want to bring out my my kids are going to be a little bit older. Uh, really want to get them into it as well, uh, more than they already are. 
even my mm-hmm. wife has said, you know, like she hasn't been out fishing once all all summer last summer. So she said, you know, I want to get back into it as well. Uh, my parents want to get into it a little bit more as well. They'll come out with us. Um, hoping bass attack works some. Then fall's going to roll around. All summer we're going to be working on our food plots, uh, getting ready for waterfowl, uh, starting our waterfowl earlier than what we did this year. Um, oh, yeah. You know, moose hunting's going to come up. Uh, fall bear. Hopefully you know, we can pull the tag. Hopefully we can pull <laughs> the tag. I mean, you know, it, 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 it has the opportunity of being a good year. We're going to start off early, start off smart, uh, document a lot of stuff, and have a lot of good topics for you guys. Yep. And, you know, when it comes down to also, like, different things that we talked about, like the, we mentioned earlier on, you know, recipes, different things like that that we tried. Uh, Recipe-wise, I haven't tried any. I know you have. Uh, you've mentioned that you have yep. been able to try some out. Yep. And then in terms of adventure-wise, well, they're, apart from the adventures that we were able to experience when we did do some hunting or when we did do some fishing, there wasn't all that much either that we were able to, you know, accomplish uh, due to the restrictions that we had yeah. um, and that we still have uh, to this day on, on in terms of that. But, I mean, you know, like, able to accomplish some, some things, this, the year was still, I feel, in my opinion, you know, it was a success. Charged with, and it was with a success things to for do. Like, huh? It was a success for me. Being, yeah, exactly. You know, like it, I'm proud I got of it. to do things that I that I wasn't able to do before and and obviously next year I want to do more. <laughs> well that's it. It's it's just a it opened the door, opened the gates to uh feel comfortable with a lot of stuff that we're doing now. Uh you know, I mean I've been so used to hunting on my own doing my own own thing, not having to worry about, you know, camera placements and and talking to a camera or uh, documenting what happened or what... Audio. Yeah, audio. <laughs> but no, documenting it to sit down here and talk about it. Uh, you know, sometimes you forget details, um, that kind of stuff. But we're feeling, you know, much more comfortable uh, with that, both of us, I'm sure. Uh, we've honed in some skills, we've honed in, uh, equipment skills and, you know. Yeah. And we've done, you know, we looked at tutorials on and how to be able to get yeah better at what we want to do. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I think it, we've invested into this and everything like that. I think that's a great thing. And I, I just feel like, you know. 2021 can be a good year. If we make it a good year, if we put our minds to it, we can make it a good year. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And talking about talking about recipes, I just see that's that's when you don't plan out stuff, right? I forgot to tell you, <laughs> uh, in this year, you, it kind of comes into homesteading, I believe, because this year uh, I was able to do a, a pretty large garden, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. because I had lots of time, right? A pretty a large garden with like a couple worms in there. And... Yeah, yeah. You know, had had fun. Warm summer days. Oh yeah, had had tons of fun with that. But I was able to, I was able to uh, also uh, raise and uh, butcher, harvest, butcher everything uh, pigs with one of my good buddies that runs a uh, a little polyculture farm here in town. 
uh, he needed some help with that because he had the experience with raising the uh, the pigs. <laughs> he did not have experience <laughs> with processing the pigs, so I was I was his hand yeah. in that. And uh, that being said, you know, uh, how how did it go, Matt? It went very well <laughs> till the last one, but we're we'll, we won't necessarily get into that. <laughs> Come on, no, we can't. <laughs> you know, it it was that was a learning experience for both of us because I mean, uh, hunting and and taking care of farm animals are two different things, but uh, we were able to get the the good part of that is is. I felt shot placement, right? Shot, shot placement, placement. Yeah, shot placement is exactly that's very important. <laughs> but no, the the important thing with this is you know, I was still able to get pork. But the way he raises them is totally like grazing, you know, natural. There's no antibiotics in there. There's no there's nothing. So I I feel like I'm still eating wild meat because he actually used his pigs to clear out his land if that makes any sense like he would he would fence them in i'm trying to figure it out well he would make like a a a 50 by 50 fenced in area electric fence in like a in a wooded area okay and he'd leave the pigs in there for about five to seven days they would eat all the underbrush in there and turn up the grass and the roots and you know they would eat all the underbrush and then we would move them to a, a next right beside it by another 50 by 50 and that's how we ended up clearing all his his land around his his fields he used the pigs to clear up his his underbrush okay so they were eating all Gotta natural get all the weeds and everything yeah that's about. it they were eating all natural they were you know it was a it was a really mm-hmm. good system for him it was a good system for the pigs um and after that, I was able, like I said, my payment for helping him out was he gave me some meat, which is fine with me. And uh, I was able to make a lot of meat pies with the pork that was raised by my buddy and some whitetail I had left over from the previous season. Okay. So, yeah, we, That's not bad. we had a bunch of meat pies made before Christmas, and uh, we'll have some till till next spring. Done deal with that one. And, uh, you know, like, it's funny, like, obviously that that's one of the, you know, I would say it's funny in a certain sense has that being one of the things that, you know, we got to be able to do regardless of what the conditions are. It's kind of like we had so much time to be able to do that before, like even before COVID and everything like that. But it seems like because COVID is around, like because the pandemic is, is with us and everything like that, we actually like... We isolated things we really wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. And like you'd you'd get them done. And for some reason, these are things that like we had such an opportunity to be able to do these prior to the pandemic and so much free time to be able to do it. Yet it's like you'd start to commit to it. But because you had so much free time to be able to do it, you never really went through with the whole plan. I will agree. And it's like now it's like. If I get this idea, I'm like, I, I got to go through with it 100%. Yeah. Because, like, I'm so limited on anything else that I can do. Like, I want this thing done. <laughs> exactly. Which which is why, again, I believe that 2021 may be a good year. Because I feel like we've all... I know I've probably changed my mentality a lot. 
and uh, oh for sure, it, it's gonna be a positive. There's there is positive at the end of all of this. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Yeah, like, and not just that. It's like entering twenty twenty one, we have like a, a year's worth of understanding what's going on around us, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, like we. In 2020, we're always thinking kind of like, okay, well, what's going to be happening in the next month? What's going to be happening the next month? Because it was all, you know, it was the first winter, first summer, and first spring. Exactly. Well, first fall, I mean. Uh, well, first spring and first fall. That we spend with this type of dilemma, uh, let's say, that we had with us. And now it's like, we know kind of what the dilemma is going to be. Yeah, it's not so, so we scary. Already kinda, yeah, we already kind of know, well, we... We don't know. We're not scientists or, or doctors or anything like that, but we kind of know what to expect of of this dilemma and what, you know, can happen about it and how to go about it. Exactly. Unless new restrictions do come out, and you know, left, right, and center. But regardless, it does give us a better understanding of how we can plan things around what can happen. Yep. You know what I mean? Definitely. I, I completely agree. It uh, It's going to be simpler in 2021 than it was in 2020. Put it that way. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> it, it's going to be, I think it's going to be great for for everything. Um, you know, again, this year, I'm already, I was planning out with, with my buddy today uh, to be getting more pigs. Uh, yep. Our garden, he was, he was talking about what he's going to be planting at his place. And then I said, well, I got a large piece of land that if you don't want to stock up your garden with certain things, you can put it on mine, you know, like. We, we change yeah, a lot. Sure. We're planning a lot more. Uh, me and you have been talking about, again, a lot of stuff that we're going to start as soon as the snow melts in the spring. Uh, yep. You know, uh, places we're going to be out. Like, it's too bad right now. I would love to be out uh, coyote hunting because, you know. I know. <laughs> it, it's, it's the time of year for that. But yep. we can't because of restrictions that are put in where you are unable to be anywhere near me. <laughs> yeah and you know unfortunately and and i had well to, I, I could have i could have but yeah but i mean in the in the area that i am that, you know, that's what i mean in the zone that's the restriction yeah exactly and i mean i had to get uh covid tested not not that long ago yep. uh you have you to, you had the scare oh you yeah had I, had scare. The, I had the symptoms show up real fast and we had to go do it and you know yeah and then you have to you get your results pretty fast too <laughs> at least there's that and and you have to do it every time you come back so i mean you know we'll we'll work around well, it yeah every time i come back before yeah yeah exactly <laughs> not now yeah that's true yeah, yeah. that's always the fun part exactly yeah. but if we go back again uh we pretty much talked about everything we were able to do in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that people have a good understanding of what we're planning in 2021. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, hopefully be able to to get a lot of it in safely and, and extensively. And mm-hmm. we'll be able to go from there. Yep. So with that said, I I don't know if you want to, like, usually at the end of every episode, we go into a product of the day. Yep. And uh, I know that, like, this episode, let's say at the beginning of the episode, we really put emphasis on everything that we did this year that we were able to accomplish. Yep. 
I don't know about you if you have any highlighted products that you were able to, you know, use this year or different things like that, that may have put, you know, a little bit of emphasis on what, you know, your product of the day is. I, I know, like, for me, I would say, like, one of the products of the day that I would talk about is is actually the uh, my first waterfowl shotgun that I used, which is the Winchester S- SXP uh, pump action with uh, waterfowl um, you know, kind of camo that's on it or everything like that. To me, I find it... It, it's just a really fun all-around shotgun to use. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I enjoyed it as well. I uh, I was able to I didn't fire it, but I was able to uh, to handle it. Uh, I use my uh, Benelli Supernova that I've had for a while. Uh, very comparable. I like it. It was uh, and I mean it got the job done. It looks great. Yep. Uh, yep. I'd say it's probably even lighter than my Benelli to be honest with you, a little bit. Uh, I I wasn't able to see the, yeah, the difference I, in between I, well, the two. Well, I put but, uh, I put it together. I'll take your word for it. I, I put it together <laughs> for you there when you had bought it, and yeah, exactly. uh, I had them both, and I compared them, and I'm I'm thinking it was probably a little bit lighter, to be honest. Hmm. Um, there you, you go. Know, we had uh, <laughs> definitely for you. That was a that was a big uh, a big investment and a big uh, game changer. I mean, you're gonna have that for years now, so. Oh yeah, and it's gonna be useful. Oh, definitely. And you can count on that. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, apart from that, like any other products that that we've used this year, I didn't really go into the much, much. Well, yeah. again, like I say, I hooked up on my first salmon for the mm-hmm. first time with my uh, Orvis Helios two rod, which yep. that was a first for me. I mean, I've casted the thing a whole lot, but I've never hooked up with anything, so. Yeah, I would say yeah. my uh, my Orvis Helios two, uh, eight weight nine foot rod, uh, performed. I mean, superbly when when that fish hooked up. Uh, yeah. This the hook set was so easy on it. I mean, it was instantly, you know, it felt so natural and 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 very good. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm a big, big Orvis user. Uh, I have everything from the super fines the clear waters right up to the helios uh my wife is the same thing she's got i got her uh, all orvis rods as well but uh the the helios too again uh hooking up on that salmon uh, i i i noticed the quality the craftsmanship and the uh just the all-around pleasure it is to catch a fish on that rod yep and uh, me actually one of the first things that i use this year um which is a product that we talked about was Outdoor Edge. Uh, I bought myself the Outdoor Edge uh, six inch, I believe. It oh is. yes, that's right. Uh, re- interchangeable blade yes. uh, system, yep. and I'm not gonna lie, I process a lot of small game with that, and it works wonders. There you go. I mean, that thing is sharp as ever, and I just I loved it. It's got a really nice grip on it, a nice little rubber textured grip on it. It's got a little clip, a belt clip. Um, the blades are very solid inside of that that product. Like I mean, you'd think interchangeable blades or something like that. You're gonna you're thinking something that's gonna slip out or whatever. I I don't even have a problem with it. That thing is solid in there. That's good to know. And I have no no concerns with that coming out. That was one of my concerns. And I've never used one, but that that would have been one of my it concerns. It clips in and it doesn't even budge. Nice. <laughs> no, and and you'd think also like because I know your dad's a big advocate for <laughs> box cutters. Uh, box cutters. Yep for processing meat and i thought to myself like okay well you know you got box cutters different things like that and 
and this is similar to it. I would say you get a little bit more thickness on the blade, not that much. Okay. I mean, the thing is scalpel sharp. Okay. Uh, but the one advantage that I find that you have with it, however, the disadvantage is the cost compared to box cutters because box cutters you can get them anywhere. Yep. Uh, this one here is you just get like that that point right at the end. Okay. That is like super razor sharp, so you can really just start off a cut like right from the beginning, from the point, and and then just move move on from there. Right on. Um, but yeah, I have absolutely no complaints with that thing that they make a really universal or, you know, like a, a product that is capable and useful. And I just find that it's, it's you know, it's great to have around. Nice. We'll be and, able to um, skin a moose with it next year. <laughs> if we can get one. If yeah. Can get if we tag. can get a tag, yeah. I'd, I'd be down with using it. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Home. It's light or as ever. I mean, yeah. or exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, no, definitely for sure. And also, I would say, like, there's a, a few things that we did, uh, like, that we both did. And you mentioned we did some side-by-side for deer hunting. Yep. And I did some side-by-side for grouse hunting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it's a great product to use. One of the things that I did not have uh, when I went with the side-by-side, uh, with our side-by-side, is the um, uh, gun rack. Which yeah. I think is an investment that you know anybody with anybody yeah. can make eventually, could make eventually, and I found that <coughs> it is something that Excuse you know me. that I always had COVID. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that I kind of always had in the back of my mind when I was carrying, you know, like when we were driving around or different things like that. Like I'm telling myself, like, is it gonna get banged up? Yeah. Am I gonna like disalign my scope or you know so on and so forth? And uh, no, I think it's something that you know everybody, I eventually could look into. Um, especially if you're, you're doing some long drives and, uh, something that you, you had on yours that, that I looked into, but unfortunately doesn't fit on ours okay. was the windshield wiper, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I wish I had when I went gross oh, hunting. Oh yeah, didn't it start snowing? It started snowing yeah. and I had to use my hand as a windshield wiper while driving as I'm driving yeah. because it would just stick to the windshield and you would see nothing at all. Yeah, no, that's uh, <laughs> and it, definite. Well, I was, didn't get that much snow, but no, but got quite a lot. I was happy. I actually just put that on mine uh, just before the fall season, actually. This year, I didn't have it before. I just put the install okay. that wiper system. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the model that uh, that we have, apparently the windshield wiper, the, ex- the length of it would be, is too long and it hooks up on the bottom. Oh, uh, yeah. Of the windshield, so your sides are clear. It won't hit the the posts on the side, but it will hit the bottom. Okay. So, I just figured that you know, instead of like purchasing it, trying to do some modifications to try yeah. to get it to work, might as well just you know use figure your out something eventually. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently you can use it like rather than using it in the center of the top, and going you know left and right, yeah. you hook it up to the side. Yeah, and up and down. And you go up and down, yeah. but. Yeah, you could, but I mean... You could, but I mean, still again, somebody's going to have a bar in their face. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> really. Yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely, that's part of the highlights, I would say, that, that were of my season this year. And yeah, no, I, I'll agree. In terms of products. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely was a... a, a for you, I, I feel like you had a, an excellent year, product-wise and first-time-wise, Uh you know, 
because there's so much different stuff going on for you, which you were lucky enough to uh, to be able to experience even with everything going on. And uh, oh yeah, it just fed the addiction even more. That's all. <laughs> Did it ever? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, and the other thing too, I got to try out was the switch rod by Moonshine Rods. Oh, that's right. I got to try my first switch rod with the uh, with the guideline reel and everything like that, and a long rod. And I'm gonna have to say I need a lot of practice, but it was very fun to use. I'd like to actually catch a salmon or a striped bass off of that. Well, we'll do that. But, uh, we'll do that in 2021. Oh yeah, I'm telling you that thing when it whips out there, like hold, like hold the rod, like that thing has so much lead kick to it. Really? It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it goes right out. I don't think I, I don't think I saw you use that. Did you use it for for striper? Yeah, oh, I uh, didn't. Yeah, I you guys were, uh, you were guiding out. I think it was actually you were guiding out um, fishing east. Oh yes, yes, I, yeah, you're right. You guys were with Fishing East out on the water, and uh, myself and Matt, uh, Noel, we were... Yes, on the, uh, on the shore. On the shore, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. We were on the shore, and we were uh, just passing by. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Doing no. some shooting the breeze, passing <laughs> by, fishing with, the, fishing with the switch. Cool. Well, Noel, I, I might even try that there uh, next season. Just, I, I don't think, it's not my really my thing, but I'd like to try it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a different, I feel like it's a different type of game. Well, there you go. That really feels like a different type of game entirely than just your standard fly fishing, you know? that That's a perfect topic for season two. Yes. There you go. We'll see that in season two. How about that? There you go. <laughs> All right. So I, I don't know if you, you, man, do you have anything else you want to talk about uh, on this episode? No, or? that pretty much rounds it up for me uh, t- as 2020 goes for uh, my personal hunting and fishing. Uh, we talked about everything about Wildlands. Uh, we talked about the products that we actually did get a chance to use, which is kind of cool. And uh, yeah, what, what 2021 holds. So for me, I mean, I believe that's a good way to end season one and uh, be ready for season Same two. Same here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'd like to uh, congratulate those that lasted with us up until the end of season one and those also that listened and continue to listen with us uh, and tune in to what we have as future episodes and also what we came out with up till now. And uh, definitely I'm extremely looking forward to the 2021 season. I'm looking forward to bringing you guys more content. Uh, Matt and I, we have so much we want to look forward to and uh, so much that we want to bring uh, to the table for you guys. So with that said, I'd like to wish you guys a great day and, uh, we'll see you guys in season two.